Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello friends, how are you? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of No Room for Doubt. I'm so happy to have you here. So at the time of recording this, I have just sold all the tickets for the How To Be Bold Masterclass. I am behind the scenes preparing the manifestation boxes for the three lucky people who were the first three to sign up. They're all getting a lovely goodie box sent to their house full of tools to help them manifest. So fun. I'm getting that prepared. Yesterday, I was working on all the slides and all the content and the workbook. And I just have to say, if you got a ticket, I'm very, very excited for you. Your future self is going to be so happy that you decided to join. We're going to make magic. And by the time I'm recording this, or by the time that this gets released, in fact, we would have done the How To Be Bold Masterclass. And I cannot wait. I had a dream about how this masterclass would look. And I'm just very excited. I guess I'm in a place... Yeah, actually, no, scratch that. I'm very excited. So anyway, I also, before I get into today's topic, I do want a shout out, a shout out that I had from Lydia Bolton. I love a little bit of Lydia. If you don't follow her, she's at Lydia Bolton on Instagram. And she recently shared my podcast and she left a little review. She says that Kyra the Bold's podcast is honestly one of the best things I ever listened to it. I look forward to it so much every Wednesday. And I just want to thank you so much for that review. Lots of love for that because genuinely receiving feedback like that, that you're listening to it, that you're enjoying it and that you're taking some of the concepts and putting it into your own life literally makes all of it worth it (laughs) showing up every week. And it makes me so happy. So having a podcast, it's a time commitment. It's a financial commitment. It's an, it's, forced me to grow in ways I just didn't anticipate when I decided to start a podcast and it's like hearing reviews like that makes it all worth it so thank you so much speaking of the growing in order to launch my podcast it's really interesting because it leads us nicely onto what I want to talk about in today's episode. And it's this concept of being someone who wants a goal versus someone who is a finisher and gets a goal done. And the reason why I want to talk about this concept with you is because I want you to just take a moment as you're listening to this episode to just check in with yourself. Are you wanting a goal to happen without actually doing any of the uncomfortable or scary things that are required, like required the barrier to entry in order to get those things done. 
So the way I like to think of it is someone who is good at starting versus someone who is good at finishing. And in order to achieve the goals that you have in your life and your business, you want to be really good at finishing. Being someone who starts something takes really different skills to being the kind of person who can finish something. And they both have different kind of values and attitudes and approaches to things, but you need both in order to achieve your goals. You need to be able to start something and you also need to be able to finish something. And the way I like to think think about it is I once heard a quote and I'm paraphrasing, but I think the quote was something like, a rocket in order to get up into space takes majority of its energy just to get through the atmosphere than it does to sustain floating in space. So it takes something like 50 to 70% just to get the rocket into the sky or into the atmosphere and then uses the remaining energy to sustain it. And I think that this really touches on this concept of being a starter and a finisher. So when we set a goal, there are two distinct periods that happen. Sometimes I call this the germination process. Sometimes I call this the wanting process. But essentially, it's the period of time when you sell yourself on the goal or the outcome of what a of a particular journey. So for instance, you may be watching loads of YouTube videos about people roller skating because you're selling yourself on the idea that you could be an amazing roller skater. You may be researching about how to start a business, how different suppliers, different stockists, researching all of these things so you can sell yourself and prove to yourself that it's possible that someone like you could start a business. There's all these sorts of things that we do to sell ourselves on the idea, on ideas of things. You may be signed up to Architectural Digest, like their newsletter, or follow them on Instagram so you can sell yourself on saving for a house, for instance. But that initial period, that wanting period, is essentially when you fill your brain with loads of images of what it could be like to have that thing, like what it could be like to buy the house, what it could be like to have the business, what it could be like to be a roller skater. You fill yourself with loads of images of other people doing it. The wanting phase is a great place to be. Boy, oh boy, the wanting phase is so fun. I actually get so much pleasure from researching and learning and reading and studying and consuming content. Like I love scrolling through Instagram and watching um, roller skating reels and how-to videos. Like I would just sit in my bed watching someone telling me how to do a one, a one foot jump or a one leg turn or something like that. However, we can get caught in the wanting phase because the getting it done and finishing something brings up so much negative emotion. But unless we are able 
to get something done and finish it and work with that negative emotion to allow in that negative emotion, we won't actually achieve our goals. And what that will look like is being someone who has loads of ideas for businesses and things that you want to do inside your business, perhaps, but they don't actually come to fruition. You have all of these ideas and they're not actually going anywhere. And maybe you are even experiencing burnout or overwhelm from all the plates that you've currently got spinning because you've started a bunch of things and you haven't been able to finish them. And just before we go on any further, I feel like I need to make a confession. Kyra Matthews, (laughs) or maybe there was an old version of me, for sure, for sure. And this has come up for my business, for myself, right, recently in my business, is that pre-version of, pre-the version of me that you know now, was historically an amazing starter. I had ideas to start a zine, which I was emailing people about and talking about. I had ideas to start an accessory brand, ideas to start a an artist, a collective for artists, all these things. However, I was terrible at finishing any of these projects, any of these things. And what showed up for me was my perfectionism tendencies. Like I wanted it to be really perfect. And anytime there was like an instance where it felt like it it wasn't perfect, I would stop. For instance, I started a zine, which was called Why Arcs Meredith. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you ever look at your past self and think, wow, what the hell was I thinking? But anyway, I was a really edgy 21 year old. What can I say? It was called Why Arcs Meredith and it was going to be a zine all about like, you know, underground art, underground fashion, poetry, stories, all those kind of things. And I remember I was starting this zine, emailing people, getting them to contribute to this zine. And I got an email from someone who was really, really angry that I had basically used some of their work without asking. So they were angry, rightly so, of course. Um, And they had emailed me to tell me that they were angry about this. And um, this whole situation, it made me feel very bad. I felt very guilty, you know, copyright, all these things. And eventually me and this person, we had a conversation and we spoke about this situation and we resolved it and it was fine for both parties. However, the fear of getting it wrong, of making a mistake, stayed with me for so long that after that incident, I never spoke about that zine again. It went under my bed in a shoebox dream and I did not finish that goal, okay? I started something, there wasn't, somebody said that they were upset with something. I then experienced shame, guilt, worry, and the shame and the guilt and the worry was the thing that caused me to stop the goal. And the reason why it's the shame and the guilt and the worry that caused me to stop the goal and not the person saying those things themselves is because I could have learned the lesson of copyright and taking people's work and not taken it and just like 
use that in how I go forward, like how I do business. Like, okay, cool. Next time I'm going to ask for permission before I use an image. But I decided to make that situation mean that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't cut out or that I couldn't create a magazine. Okay. This is what happens when we step into getting it done. See, the wanting is like being on an island and deciding to go to another island. The getting it done requires you to get into this pool or get into the sea and start swimming to the other side. But sometimes when we start swimming to the other side, we start getting wet. You know, there's fishes starting nibbling at our feet. There's a shark over there on the other side. And we start to get a little bit worried and we start looking back at where we came from and think, oh my gosh, if I just go back to the island I came from, it's all dry. I don't have to go through any of these challenges. I don't have to fight a bunch of sharks. And like, really, like, it just feels so nice. Like, why did I even leave? This is you leaving your comfort zone. The getting it done, sorry, let me back up a bit. When we want a goal, it doesn't require any risk. Making a vision board, spending time visualization, visualizing, they don't require any risk from you. It requires no risk to put a million pound house onto a Pinterest vision board. You risk nothing, you lose nothing. However, being the kind of person who is going to charge prices so that you can sustainably create a million pounds, it requires so much negative emotion in order to get there. And what do I actually mean when I say allowing that negative emotion? What it means is that we are going to try new things. We're going to do things that we've never done before. And we're probably going to get them wrong. We might get them wrong in a small way or we might get them wrong in a very big way. Other people may see it. Someone may come to us and say, hey, you've kind of missed the market or you've massively missed the market. And it's the ability to see that incident, to experience the shame and the fear and the worry that comes up with it. And to allow those emotions to pass through your body. It's to separate the mistake that you've made from who you are as a human. Because shame, the emotion of feeling shameful about something, is essentially saying, "Uh, I've done wrong because I am a bad person. But that's not true. Mistakes are part of the process. And any time we're aiming for perfection or we have this perfect vision in our brain, and then when we're working on things and things go wrong, doesn't meet that perfect standard. The challenge isn't the fact that your circumstances aren't meeting the perfect standard. The challenge is that you're resisting reality. When you have an idea in your mind, it's absolutely perfect. It's untouched by the real life, by real world. And I spoke about this on a post recently, the idea that when you have brand new trainers, they are absolutely perfect because they haven't had to touch any of the dirt or any of the mess 
that comes with walking out on the pavement. But it's the same with your visions for your business and for your goals. Your That vision of perfection that you have in your mind, it's like that perfect box of trainers that's under the bed. And so much of our suffering comes from when we resist reality, when we think our goal should be linear and easy, when we experience negative emotions and we feel like, oh, I shouldn't feel that way. It shouldn't hurt. They shouldn't have said that. But the truth is negative emotions are part of our human experience. The more we resist the the sadness that comes with failure, the more that we try and avoid disappointment by not even setting goals in the first place, the more we do that, the more suffering we create. And I say this over and over and I'm going to say it again. Life is always going to be 50-50. I have to say out of all the things that my mentor has taught me, that has to be one of the biggest things. One of my biggest takeaways. Life is always going to be 50-50. When you have a perfectionist vision of how you think things should be or how you think your life should be or business should be, you just imagine it being amazing all the time. It's not reality. Being able to finish something means being totally open to everything that reality has to offer. And that means being open to when you are experiencing that 50% negative. I want you to take a moment to check in. What in your business have you started and not finished? Where is there negative emotion that you haven't processed that you've been avoiding? Because there's one thing that I know for sure. Quitting never gets us to our goal faster. Pushing away and trying to force away our negative emotions never creates the change that we actually want. But being open to fail, to experience the disappointment, to start something and to be open to all of the challenges that finishing something provides, that is really the only way we achieve anything. Thank you so much for listening.